10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Eggs the Eggmen. Ah, hey, folks. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome! And welcome. Welcome! Welcome to another episode of Post Credits, our Saturday night, late night live show, or if you're in a different country, uh, early morning uh, show, I guess. Or a different one, Monday morning show. Yeah, or maybe there's a place where that's a thing. Uh, hi. Uh, I am your host, Dryer Chaletta, joined by E. Hello. And Robbie. Kinda. And then, uh, not in Tornado Country, but kind of Tornado Country, apparently, Samantha? Hey, what's up? Are you currently in the storm? What? Are you currently in the storm? No, not anymore. Well, that's good. It's Are you having all... a contest with the eye of the tornado? What's the volcano? <laughs> Big, big issue if there's a volcano warning where we live. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> something really went bad in that yeah, case. Yeah, something awful <laughs> happened. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't have to hide in your tub then. That's good. Um, I did for a little bit. Then hard. I like I just got no, I had a panic attack. I just got oh, really scared. Yeah, not good. <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. <laughs> I was because like it was so loud because it was hailing and really windy oh so you're like so i was like or not yeah i was like oh god this roof's gonna come up <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah that sounds terrifying yeah it does sound yeah. horrible it was okay though yeah you're fine mm-hmm. no tornado no yeah. the storm passed over and it looks like it looked like there was like clouds that were trying to form but like it didn't happen it just went by yeah. good i that is good news every time the, the person that isn't someone doing... doesn't die to a tornado yeah, yeah every every day when someone doesn't die to a tornado is a good day i'm yeah. happily surprised you weren't like please destroy my car so i can get a different one <laughs> i don't know if insurance would cover that natural you can get natural disaster insurance yeah but would they cover that you can get natural disaster insurance. <laughs> I feel like if in Colorado your car gets destroyed by a tornado, that's an act of God. <laughs> and they should be able to cover that. They'd be like, no, that's not our fault. <laughs> that's why it's an accident. <laughs> that's why I got act of God insurance. Can you prove there's God? <laughs> that would be the most fucked up thing. That is the most insurance most thing realistic. I've ever heard you say, Dryer. Yeah. You have to fucking <laughs> prove that God exists in order to get your tornado insurance. <laughs> This is how the our uh, God isn't dead. Our trilogy ends up starting. <laughs> is it tr- I thought they made more of those. There's a trilogy. Yeah, trilogy. I know. I thought they made more of those. No, like there's five. God's not dead. God's not dead too. Still not God. <laughs> Still not dead. <laughs> and then really? God's not dead. Like darkest night or something like that. What? Yeah, that's the one oh, where like they have a court case or something where they have to prove that God is. Well, no, the second one. No, no, the, the second, second one's the court case. case. Oh, okay. So the first one is a college classroom. The second one, hey Kyrie. Uh, the second one is in a court, and the third one starts also, with him getting not arrested. Also college, but not like the classroom specifically, an entire college. Yeah, it's. 
bad. They're bad. I've only seen yeah. the first one, but I'm going under the assumption of watching the first one that it doesn't get better. I heard that's fair. Ones arguably better, but like from not like the normal standpoint you would take. Yeah, that it kind of feels like a parody of itself at that point. Probably, there is one movie that that producer made because the guy who plays the priest in that uh, also is the writer, director, mm. producer. Um, there is one movie he made that is rated R. It's still on Pure Flix. Passion of Christ. No, no. Um, it's what if Taken and John Wick, but a priest? I, what think, if you, I think I saw a video about talking about what this. if you have to kill for God? <laughs> Just pray so a psychopath? <laughs> Let me like, that. That's frailty. You're basically talking about the movie frailty. Kind of. But like, what if? But God John came Wick. out and was like, yo, Jesus Wick. Let's see. I'm putting in Jesus John Wick into Google. Passion <laughs> <laughs> oh of the Christ, too. He's well, going to get like photoshops <laughs> of John Wick with the hand. Yeah, that's just Keanu Reeves photoshopped onto Jesus. Um, what? Pure Flix John Wick. Let's try that. Pure Flix John Wick. Um, takes me to Pure Flix. Uh, okay, okay. Here's the thing. I'm f- looking at some stuff. I'm just trying to get the name of this movie and Velocipaster. I was thinking of Velocipaster because I know that like I haven't seen it, but I know in the description ninjas are in it. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> the only movie I can think of that has the word pastor in it, anyways. So weren't you wanting to show us Velocipaster, Sam? Yeah, at some point. It sounds like it might genuinely <laughs> just be fun, though. How dare! It is. <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> I mean, a movie like Philosopher isn't like going to go on trying to make itself serious <laughs> or take itself too seriously. I mean, it could. You never know. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's see. The names. The human's name is David A. R. White. Um, it's called Beckman. 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 Um, he also did something called Revelation Road, which is a um Mad Max R-rated ripoff. Also on Pure Flix. So weird. <laughs> it's um, like the only thing that makes it. Oh, I recognize this. I recognize this guy. Is the Mad Max one? They're all in like big old pickup trucks that have like a cross. I think down on the wind on the mirror. I think the same guy makes a whole bunch of things for Pure Flix. He makes like some shitty TV shows too. He does. If I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure he's very, very entangled in Pure Flix to the point to where I think he might actually be the person who started it. <laughs> if not, he's extremely involved Possibly. in Pure Flix. He's, he's probably all very of involved in himself. <laughs> yeah, he is very involved in himself. But like, honestly, he may have made them all their money because God's Not Dead 1 and 2 were huge, yeah. huge box office successes. Like that, that was when Christians thought they were being persecuted against by other religions existing. Oh, you mean <laughs> uh, all of time? Like yeah, Christians but like, have existed? yeah. Now they yeah. really thought it and movies existed. Oh, <laughs> oh, after the Crusades, you mean? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <Sometime> <laughs> after the Crusades and the introduction of cinema, somewhere between <laughs> somewhere those between two. those very similar points. <laughs> <laughs> but 
that's that's too much of a topic probably to talk about on a live show. Uh, no, it's fine. We we watched The Watchmen. We did. Yeah, let's talk about that real quick. Uh, we watched Watchmen series episode eight. Um, a god a man walks, walks into a bar. A god walks into a bar. A dog walks into a bar. No, that's the opposite of God. So we watched that. <laughs> I don't know. You just kept staring at me. I oh, know I, you you had those eyes that you were going to say something. You just didn't that's, say it. That's when, that's, if I said everything that came to my mind, you could not shut me up. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> noted. Okay. So we watched that. Yeah. And I had been hyping this episode up since before we even started watching this. After I was like, this is the best thing since sliced bread, diced bread, and thrice bread. Yeah. Um... It's my favorite episode of the show, quite easily, actually. What did... Let's start off with Robbie, who may have not seen most of it. <laughs> I slept through all of it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, you slept through a lot of it. <laughs> it was very I got the main lucid this it. episode. Uh, I think I saw a unicorn at a point. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't be terribly off, then off my, point. <laughs> then my work came in. <laughs> so, basically, like most of what I had questions for throughout the entire series were answered in this episode Okay, with um, where um, I can never remember his name. Dr. Manhattan. No. Uh, the other guy, fastest man alive. He's not the fastest. Osmodius? He's the smartest. <laughs> yeah. Osmodius. Osmandius. Osman- Osmandius. Osmandius. Yeah. yeah. Where Osmandius was, which apparently was on Europa. No, the- a, moon, a moon of Europa. No, Sorry, a, Europa, a moon of oh, Jupiter. Moon of yeah. Jupiter. You're right. You're right. I'm wrong. <laughs> We're all paying bar- attention again. <laughs> We're all barely here. Like. <laughs> he was on Europa with uh, basically the Adam and Eve that um, that Dr. Manhattan had created whenever he said that he was going to go to a different planet and make our life of his own. Yeah. And he decided to make life from what I'm guessing was royalty that basically took him in whenever he was hiding from nazis during world war ii or the beginning of world war ii sure no idea it was not in the original yeah yeah like that's what i got from it though is because like it seemed like uh his parents were jewish and this is late 30s early 40s so that would explain you know why they're running from their country because it's you know nazis are taking over and they're prosecuting jewish people so he goes out and hides and he learns things about human our humans and like what love is and everything through this royal family that took in all these people to basically as like a midway point for them to get a ship to America. And he bases his, his utopia, if you will, off of the cat or I guess the manor that they were staying, not the castle, the manor they're staying and the two people who guard are, and the two people who looked after this matter and looked after all the people there and kind of saw it as his own personal utopia that he made on the moon of Jupiter. Yes, which by the way, spoilers for Watchmen episode 8 and yeah, everything before that. Go back in time <laughs> if you want to not hear that. Well, it's all we're all talking about all of it right now. So. Yeah. yeah. It's live. Can't can't undo the live. <laughs> Isn't that really what the theme of Watchmen is? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> which is yeah, kind of the idea of this episode in a weird way. Kind of, yeah. That time is relative to the beholder. And what first chicken egg? (laughs) (laughs) Which do you eat first, the chicken or the egg? Well, I mean, 
<laughs> would it be too much chicken if you like did a fried egg on a chicken sandwich? Uh, is the chicken fried? No, roasted. Um, hmm. I think you're nearing it, but I don't think you quite get it. If you have a side with it, I think you got too much. Because that's like two different flavors of chicken. Pretty different flavors, right? <laughs> yeah, one is chicken. The other's arguably not chicken at that point. Fair. <laughs> We'll do a test. We'll see if it can be a sandwich. Okay. <laughs> Tune in next week when we <laughs> eat this sandwich. But uh, yeah, so. So that, what he said just reminded me of something. There's actually a <laughs> soup uh, called Mother Child Reunion. It's Ooh. chicken and corn egg drop soup. I mean, that Wait, sounds fine. That sounds but... delicious, but yeah. I, the name is a little disturbing. Yeah. Because yeah. it's, you know, it's chicken inside of egg drop soup. So egg and chicken. Mother yeah, yeah, no, no, I, I figured it out. <laughs> we can, we can... Get it because that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you see, when a chicken gives birth, it is to an egg. <laughs> see, when a mama chicken and a daddy chicken love each no, other no, very much. You can't have a daddy chicken. It's a rooster. Well, <laughs> daddy chickens are rooster. Science doesn't make sense then. <laughs> <laughs> but uh this episode is uh the backstory to Angela basically. Yes. yes. And how she met Mr. Manhattan. Yep. Dr. Manhattan. Dr. Manhattan. He I'm didn't sorry. get that degree for nothing. <laughs> yes, he is a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I love that that's how like asshole doctors are like how much of an asshole doctors are like they make you call them doctor like even when he is a god he's like it's doctor god please <laughs> <laughs> i don't know he lets people call him john that's true yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but yeah I, I think that kind of falls under like you can't you can't pick what your nickname is going to be because people just call them dr manhattan so like he just got stuck with that name True, yeah. true. Like the only thing he yeah, was really he able to choose is because he's, uh, you know, whenever he says that if I was going to have a symbol, it was going to be one that I respected. And so he chose the symbol of the atom. Yeah. He got to choose that. But, you know, it's just one of those people called him Dr. Manhattan. So there's nothing he can do about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I love this episode because it's an hour long of the whole time jumping everywhere through yeah. Dr. Manhattan's eyes. And I loved that so much. That's my favorite part in the Watchmen movie. Yeah. And I think they did it better in this one, even. Yeah, oh, it's like, uh, but how everything's happening all at once for him. Yeah, I think in general they got Doctor Manhattan down better too. I would argue. I agree. Yeah, he like, like I said, this is the most perfect you can do for a sequel. Like I can't imagine a better sequel for Watchmen. Yeah. Honestly, I just can't. It nails the tone and the characters and everything perfectly. Like the creator got it. She got it. Yeah, yeah. The only funny part is they just straight up don't show Doctor Manhattan's face because yeah. they know people know what they want from yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So just <laughs> hit it the entire time. Yes, it's so good. It totally makes sense for the context of this though, too. Especially whenever it finally does show his face, but it's after everything that happened. So he right. just kind of takes um, Cal. Yeah, Cal's. Thank you. Takes Cal's face because it's who he was for ten years, and so just kind of imprinted on who he is now. Yeah. I like that a lot. I really do. Yeah. And honestly, this episode has one of my kind of gets at one of my favorite parts from the original Watchmen comic. In the original Watchmen comic, one of my favorite parts is when they when uh, Dr. Manhattan takes uh, what's her what's her name? The the girlfriend in the comics. K. Which something. one? The the main one, the one that's part of the new oh um i can't think of her name uh looking it up pull it up probably i can't think of it though um 
Lori. Yeah, Lori. Yeah. Lori Jupiter. I don't know why I had a K in my Corey. <laughs> but <laughs> like when he takes Lori to his kind of big old castle and she's just sitting there like because he says, you're going to follow me up these stairs. And she says, what if I don't? What do you? Where are you going? What if I don't? As she follows him up the stairs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of this whole episode. And I think what I really like is just it kind of really nails the inevitability of a character like Dr. Manhattan. Yes. Yeah. He see he is in the future. It can't change. It literally can't. Yes. Because yeah. the future already occurred. He's just yeah. telling you that it happened. <laughs> We're all puppets. I can just yeah. see the strings. <laughs> it's it's great it's I, what, yeah like he can't even like and he can't tell you what happens because he didn't tell you what happened in a lot of cases too right yeah what i, I actually really like that uh chicken the egg thing mm-hmm. which a lot of egg egg stuff in this one yeah yeah a lot of eggs drinks stuff. an egg drinks an egg summons an egg Breaks a bunch of eggs, chicken early egg, a lot of I, egg. I was there's a point where like he's saying how he did the egg thing. I thought he was gonna like in the present have a chicken in his hand to like <laughs> really nail in the chicken and the egg thing. That'd be really good. Uh, but uh, yeah, so it's the it's Angela and John's relationship essentially to this point. Yeah, again, something that the series does really well is actually there's a huge gap in the relationship we don't see and that's because john didn't see it yes yes uh it is revealed that uh cal in fact did not know he was dr manhattan as uh osmandius developed a system to kind of just make him forget Yeah. yeah he found a like the one material if you are the one element in the universe that he has no power over in a weird way mm-hmm. and basically made a little ring to like make him forget, which I'm guessing is possibly what he used in like the original story to like make it to kind of like make a globe of like something that he couldn't see. I don't think he did. Yeah, he it, did. it shows it says in the movie because like he spent billions of dollars to block his future or future vis- vision. I know it maybe says that in, in the, the movies. Mo- at least. Yeah, the movie did make up stuff. Yeah, yeah. that's just kind of uh, one of those things of. It's one of those inevitability things. Gary says when we talk about the show, she gets hella lost. That's fair. Um, you kind of need to know what's happened. You kind of have to. I would say you need to know at least episode one context and yeah, everything that's happening like in the who, show. Who these people are. Yeah. And like have some like a basic knowledge of Watchmen, at least, I think, to kind of really appreciate what's going on with it. Um. Because it's Watchmen. It's, yeah. There's kind of a lot with it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's not something you could like put on in the background and then understand later. You kind of you have to pay attention to everything. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so yeah, Cal slash Doctor Manhattan didn't know what was going on until now, which we started the last episode showing this was Doctor Manhattan the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. And when he gets quote unquote back, uh, it kind of. I it again it nailed it a lot better than the movie like the frustration of talking to Dr. Manhattan. Yeah, cuz yeah. he's just so like he doesn't care about like your conversation cuz yeah, cuz he, he isn't there. Yeah, he is everywhere and he's not there and he's trying to figure out where here is cuz everywhere is everything all the time and mm-hmm. it's so good. And like 
he wants to be there and have that conversation because he's having it, but also he isn't, he already had it. So he doesn't care. It's, it's great. Yeah. And like, again, like it reveals stuff about the future that people didn't necessarily know. And it does it really well in this episode when, uh, it's revealed that Angela was the one that let her grandfather know yeah. about everything yeah. that he changed. <laughs> totally on accident. Yes. You're like, did I star all this? And that's when the little chicken and the egg thing comes right. up. It's so perfect. And but like it goes to Angela started all of it. Like Yep. If it's... she didn't say the the reason they know where Dr. Manhattan is is because of her, essentially. Yeah. Um it's just, it's so good. Because this entire episode is just through Dr. Manhattan's point of view. Yeah. You don't see anything outside of that. Um, you see a little bit of just Angela, but... Near the end, yeah. 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 Um, which, again, is one of those things to where, like, you know what's going to happen. He already told you what's going right. to happen. And you always knew. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's one of those perfect things about Dr. Manhattan is, like, the feeling of powerlessness. Yeah. Because like, and that's what's also so great about him is because he's literally the most powerful thing ever, and he has this feeling of powerlessness because everything's already happened. Like he can't fix things that. Yeah. Well, it's just kind of. There's always like a fun little thing of like he tells them what's going to happen, and then they try to fight it actually happening, and then it just happens anyways. Right. Sometimes because they try to fight it. Yeah. 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 So it's like this weird thing. Like it's going to happen. But if he didn't say anything at all, then maybe it wouldn't have happened. Yeah. Also, hey, nature lover in chat. Yeah, Which I guess also goes into like a whole other thing with. Uh, I'm guessing it's in the comic books, but I know it's in the movies wherever like um, the comedian shoots that or shoots that woman that's has his child. And he's like, you shot her. Yeah, I shot her. And you watched it happen. You could have turned the bullets to snow. You could have turned the arm. Oh, oh, yeah, you could have turned the gun into glass, but you didn't. You just sat there and you watched it because mm-hmm. like it, what it gets at is ultimately dr manhattan is just an observer yeah he yeah he is powerless to anything he literally he knows he's powerless to anything because he can't change anything yep and because of that he still feels everything yeah <laughs> and just that can't do anything about it one of the things that i like about it that the comic went into some and even the movie of how since he's experienced everything all at once he's always experiencing himself being torn apart atom by atom right every single second all the time no matter what he is feeling his entire destruction and being being torn apart all the time and his regrowth it's yeah awful it's terrifying (laughs) yeah it is it's what like it's what i was saying you we literally can't fathom what that is right yeah yeah it's so good uh yeah just it's just a great character and just a great episode honestly yeah and it sets up the finale, which the next episode is the last episode. Yeah. Right. Episode nine. So I think it sets up the finale in a really great way because I think you saw most of like the main plot stuff coming together. And then it took like three episodes to just explain the past to you. Yeah. So that you have context for every all the heavy stuff that's about to hit. I think that's really smart. I am curious that I feel like I wonder if there's a way to not have it be three exposition dump episodes in a row, essentially yeah that's true I, I feel like it could have been a little better paced out for that like this episode's amazing and probably i feel like this makes sense as the episode before the last yeah but uh maybe like last episode maybe kind of could be a different yeah yeah i i get what you mean yeah. like they could have they could have put out some of that exposition other places probably and not just had three 
here's what you should have known things. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, very like little issue overall. But anyway, to yeah, the end of this episode is that the Seventh Calvary invented a machine that can forcefully teleport Dr. Manhattan. Yes. Um, and he tells us that very thing is they have a gun out there, a tachyon. Yeah, gun, a tachyon laser or something. That will transport me to a place where they will then destroy me. And then I really love this part. And he's like, this is the moment. Like, what do you mean this is the moment? This is the moment I figured out I loved you. We've been together for 10 years and now you love me? <laughs> yeah. Because on their first meeting, like, okay, so when do you figure, or when do you fall in love with me? I already am. And like, it's just, that's Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, he experienced everything already. Yes. Like, again, it's, it's you, we can't fathom it, but like he, exper- he feels everything constantly. Yes. It very much nails a fourth dimensional being talking to a third dimensional being and the third dimensional being just not understanding it. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause like, again, like that's a, it's something I wish the movie could have done better, but it's something that comic nails is like how you constantly feel like he's never actually there. The movie's all right about it, but there's something about reading the same text bubble in, and they try to like layer it in the same position so you can really feel like it's a like oh yeah that's where he was oh yeah 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 so like again it's one of those, it's why I a lot of times say Watchmen kind of needed to be a comic for a lot of what it did yeah and that makes sense I think when we talked about the Watchmen thing I agreed with you on a lot of that stuff too there's some mm-hmm. stuff that I think is fine but yeah I think some some stuff uh translated over okay yeah some stuff did not. <laughs> yeah. and some of the stuff was just made differently yeah yeah um which th- this is really the only time i'll ever be able to talk about this and it'll be a good transition uh towards the movie that i want to talk about last week but i didn't get a chance because we ran out of time right um zach snyder who directed the Watchmen movie recently came out in an interview he's doing a lot of interviews lately because he's bored uh <laughs> his life's kind of crazy recently but um he did an interview saying, like, if I did Watchmen now in my directorial career, I think I would have left the squid stuff in. Um, which I don't know if that's saying he has more faith in people or if he has more faith in his ability to make that vision happen. Either way, doesn't matter. He's right. not, he will probably not get another chance at that. WB kind of hates him, it seems like. so. Um, but speaking of Zack Snyder. Why? In uh, hindsight. Yeah, I watched Army of the Dead last weekend, and I was going to talk about it last weekend, but I ran out of time. Yep. Uh, well, we ran out of time. There was a lot, a lot to talk you. about. There was a, yeah. a, a, fair, a bit to talk about last week. Um, so yeah, Army of the Dead. It's a two and a half hour uh, Las Vegas heist movie with zombies directed by Zack Snyder and written by Zack Snyder. I hope the zombies are the ones stealing the stuff. No, <laughs> no. But it is... One thing that I didn't expect to like feel so strangely nostalgic about is me and Liz went and saw it in theaters and not the theater part. Oh, the theater, everybody knows that. But the part of where I didn't think I would be so happy to see Zack Snyder do a big, dumb, gory action movie again. And I was super thrilled about it. Like it was like 20 minutes into the movie. I'm like, oh right, Zack Snyder like was super violent before he started doing the superhero movies. Right. Well, those are still like with the Dawn Violet, of the Dead movies. But... Yeah, Dawn of the Dead, 300, like yeah. super, super gory, very much like do not show this to your kids kind of things. Um, literally revolutionized a whole bunch of stuff uh, with his film style and with the 
I would say he popularized the fast zombie. He didn't create it, but he definitely popularized it. Right. Um, and like seeing him go back to zombies and kind of, he has a bit of a new style that he's like messing around with this one. He's like messing around with the field of view and, um, uh, depth of field and stuff in like a really strange way. It's all shot in fish eyed lens. No, it's not. It's like, it's a 16 by nine, mm-hmm. but the way that he messes with what you're looking at in the frame and the depth of field, like there are some times where it feels like, and I, I'm, it's, it's him. So I have to know that it's purposeful <laughs> because as much as I dislike him as like a writer, I think he's an incredible director. Uh, he just shouldn't be allowed to write things most of the time, even though he did write this as well. Um, I think he had help, but he, he was in, he was in the pen for writing the bullpen. Um, like it seems like whenever things are really crazy for a character, they'll, he'll do like a direct screen middle focus on them and everything around them will be blurry. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of like puts you in that mindset of like, they're kind of shocked and like not fully with it and stuff like that. Right. It's, it's kind of really cool. He, he really leans heavy into it. That trauma tunnel vision, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. He leans into that a lot. But it's it's very effective in this movie, and the gore is intense and extreme. There's a lot of gore and a lot of violence, and uh, don't take your kid to it, kind of thing. Definitely. <laughs> I mean, it's rated R. Oh, it's a hard, I mean, that, hard R. I guess that doesn't stop people from taking their kid to it, but no. Um, it has also an incredibly fun opening. Um, it starts off with the reason the zombie apocalypse happens is there is a military group transporting... And this is all on Netflix. You can go watch it. It's on Netflix right now. Uh, a military group is transporting a payload in a giant safe. They have no idea what it is. And some dude gets a blowjob when he's driving into or out of Vegas, and he's getting a blowjob, and he gets too into it and swerves into the military <coughs> people, and that causes a crash, and that's how zombies happen. Okay. It's so stupid, and it's really, really fun. Uh, Wait, what? Not immediately. <laughs> You, yeah, yeah. That, I feel like that would set the tone immediately for the movie. It does. And like you see all these military guys just get fucked up, like torn apart, uh, changed immediately. Main zombie dude like gets into Vegas and then it, opening credits. It's five minutes slow-mo opening credits of the character you're going to be introduced to in the rest of the movie, murdering a bunch of things, murdering a bunch of zombies in Vegas while I don't know the artist's name, but singing Viva Las Vegas. Uh, Elvis Presley? No, no, no. It's a cover. Oh, okay. It's a John different... Wayne. Well, he's also dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's some other artist singing it. Doing... <laughs> that would be great. Uh, no, it would not. It, w- it would be hilarious. Uh, and it's just like the most over-the-top, ridiculous, like, what the fuck kind of thing. It's like a mix of the Zombieland opening credits and a mix of the Dawn of the Dead opening. Okay. So it's like the silly... Zombieland thing mixed with Zack Snyder's brutality. It's so much fun and a super cool way to open the movie. Um, also, it's starring Dave Bautista. I don't know if if that matters to anybody. He, the wrestler? Yeah. yeah. Uh, he does surprisingly like an actually just good job of even the acting parts. Like there's some pretty intense acting moments in this zombie movie because it's at its core. It's still like a horror movie. Right. Um. And there's like some pretty intense acting moments and some very shocking things. Actually, there are some surprises in this movie that I didn't expect to happen. And, I mean, to uh, be fair, like I think Zack Schneider is probably the first one to be ballsy enough to have like a zombie baby in the womb thing too. Well, Robbie, you'll be <laughs> pleased to know 
he does it again. Oh, he <laughs> really wanted to get back to that zombie baby thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. Like that was something that was talked about a lot whenever he did Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, that was a really dumb scene. It was fun. Yeah, uh, he does it and totally different, but still equally stupid way. It gives birth this time. It's kind of. Uh, but the baby's not the baby rips zombie. out its way out of the stomach and starts attacking people. Yeah. So here's the other dancing. Here's the other thing. So like the zombie outbreak happens, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the military is able to block off Las Vegas fast enough. So there's just Las Vegas is zombie town. Okay. It's filled with zombies. There's no zombies anywhere else. Uh, the people who got out of there are like military veterans and they're down there looking stuff like that. And so the movie is a super, super rich dude goes to Dave Batista. I forget his character's name. He's fucking Batista. Batista. <laughs> and he's like, hey, I need you to go into Vegas, break into this safe and get all this money out. Uh, it's unclaimed money, so it's free. You can take two million and split it between you guys all however you want. Or I think 20 million. It's 20 million. Take 20 million of this. It's not a lot. Yeah. Take 20 million of this 200 million in the safe. And. Um, that's all yours. You can split it between you and your crew however you want. Just get this back to me and whatever. And he's like, I'll think about it. And he's like, actually, I don't want to be a fry cook anymore. I'm in. Counterpoint, what if he just takes all of it? That's brought up. Okay. That is the, that's a big point in the movie, actually. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, that seems pretty obvious. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, a, that's a big thing that, that uh, people argue about and stuff. Um, yeah, Batista's like, no, my my honor as a fry cook is at stake here. No, he has no honor. That's also the other thing is like he's very relatable as like just a person. Okay. Like, I actually like a lot of the characters in this movie. Wow. It's uh You never like characters. <laughs> <laughs> I very rarely like characters in Zack Snyder movies. That's, that's that will give you that one. Even Dawn of the Dead, which I think is revolutionary. I fucking hate everybody in that movie. They're just piles of human shit. So yeah, um, it starts off as like getting the crew together and planning this heist. Like there's even the heist montage of like how they're going to get in and do the perfect job. And then how everything just goes to shit. Yeah. And then you learn about like what the zombies actually are and like a civilization exists and it's like a whole thing. Uh, It's two and a half hours. So it's Zack Snyder length, which a lot of people on the internet are complaining about, I guess, like they've never seen a Zack Snyder movie. I mean, you could still know him and still think his movies are too long. I mean, yes, his movies are too long. But, I mean, you kind of go into a Zack Snyder movie expecting that. You could, They could still be too long. <laughs> you, they can. I think every time we've watched a Zack Snyder movie, I've complained it's too long. I think you've complained that some of them are too long. They are too long. Yeah. So what, what's your point? <laughs> two and a half hours is like a fine length. No, for a movie. that's too long. No, that we just watched a two and a half hour movie today, basically. I think it was too long. Oh, yeah, it is. But <laughs> that was Star Wars. So, uh, By the way, we watched Star Wars today. Yeah, so next week the Star Wars episode will be up. Yeah, episode three. Uh, well, episode 74, 75. We got jokes. <laughs> Don't leave. Why do you always leave? Um... It's kind of his running gag. But yeah, I honestly really, really did enjoy Army of the Dead. I think it's super fun and definitely worth a watch. It was a really, really, really good blockbuster movie for a theater. I'm really glad I did see it in theater, even though it's a Netflix movie. Yeah, people throwing popcorn everywhere. No, but some dude did yell out, she! And then I had to ask 
uh, cause like another dude at work, I came up behind me and whispered it into my ear. Then I asked this other dude at work named Carlos what it meant. Cause he has TikTok, and I assumed it was a TikTok thing. It's and he said, it's, thing. and he said, it's something white people do. So then I asked <laughs> another friend at work who's white and has TikTok what it is. And he said, it's just a dumb noise. It's so it was confirmed a white person thing. Yeah. Yeah, it was. <clears throat> uh, Zoomer thing. Robbie says, yeah. What's... All Zoomers are white. Apparently. Yep. No. Every single one it's of them. It's a white Zoomer thing. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, I guess this is the week I also realized that I just don't know things anymore. Me too. For you, it's weird because you're still definitely in the age where you're supposed to know the things. Why? I'm not in high school. I don't know. That's like the prime demographic for TikTok is high schoolers. That's true. Actually, I've not been in high school for quite a while now. Either high schoolers or like people that are way too old to be honest. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) Which is fine. You do you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty cringe. All of it is pretty cringe. I I still find like you will ask me about some of those stuff, and I'm like, I don't fucking know what. Yeah, I know. (laughs) It's like there. This is the issue with like how they divide, quote unquote, the things. The generation. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like, I have no relation to any of these children. It's true. You're right. Something I would like on court record. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was Fair. stupid. It was um, really good. Like, I, <laughs> I, I, like, I don't know what the hell ever is happening. Like, I know random internet things that you do, but most of mine's also outdated by now. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe I just need to. Do dumb things? Be on dumb internet? Uh, I, I saw a good thing where it was like, you could actually probably divide it better if you used Homestar, where it's like before Homestar, during <laughs> Homestar, and after Homestar. That actually splits it up a lot better, I thought you. Yeah, actually. <laughs> I would agree with that one. Huh. I mean, there's other things like that, too. Like, There's also like pre-Newgrounds, and right. there well, are I mean, Newgrounds and post-Newgrounds, and then like, also, like, you know, MySpace era, Facebook era. Yeah. Hey, the Newgrounds one is a little... Because, like, when do you officially start Newgrounds? Like, at the Club the Seal stuff? Or do you wait till the portal opens? I would There's say, a lot of I weird... would say, like, Pico School. That's where I would start, yeah, at least. I, I think that's somewhat fair. Uh, Newgrounds is, like, a whole... I never, like, messed with it. I was an albino black sheep kid who just stole all their content. Yeah. <laughs> I know. The sad thing is, is the reason why we're albino black sheep kids is because someone that we grew up with introduced us to albino black sheep because she wanted to show us a prank. Yep. That is that is a fact. Yeah. Yeah. Most sites back then just stole stuff from Newgrounds or 4chan. Well, there you go. Really? I albino black sheep didn't as much. I don't know. There was a decent amount of original stuff on there i mean like it's like a like you could yeah you're not like e-bombs world over there but like there's yeah there's no reasonable amount of stealing content that you really should be getting away with right that's that's even, the thing even like youtube i still complained a lot because yeah. they also just stole new to be fair clients. i was gonna say like i think the most stealing went to youtube and then that became yeah. the biggest platform that one sucked because the other people got the money for that yeah yep. yeah youtube really uh sucked and now yeah. it's just Still kind of sucks, but in a different way. Yeah. Now it's just the biggest thing, and have nobody has any idea how to break it. Newgrounds is actually, funnily enough, getting back up there. Oh, huh, neat. Uh, Mostly because like you can't get animation on YouTube and make money, really. Yeah. Honestly, I think Twitch is going the right way. Just add more sex, 
and that's how you keep people. Oh, did in. you see the <laughs> the hot tub thing? Yeah. yeah, they're allowing hot tub streams. It's a whole thing. Now. Actually, they're trying to ban that now. No, they there's a whole thing for it. Yeah, they just announced. Yeah, I know there's yesterday. a whole day. Oh, okay. I was gonna say because I know there's like a whole big thing of like there's people who are losing revenue and like people who were uh they weren't losing their channel but they're basically like just not paying them if they were part of the, that whole thing and no, then there's like a have, whole big fight they have for a whole built-in category for hot yeah, tub they officially okay. built, put a category for hot tub beaches and pools gotcha yep so there's no game dev category still why would you want game dev stuff on twitch the game <laughs> streaming service think with your head I come on did you read the um like the twitch statement thing about the whole top i thought they were like thing. we're not gonna police people for being sexy something along yeah that line. like really? or or perceived sexy which yeah. is really weird wording that's <laughs> a condescending so way to say that i mean the, yeah <laughs> like there was tumblr when they were banning porn and they were like no female presenting nipples what <laughs> male presenting <laughs> nipples okay female presenting yeah. nipples nah same on instagram though no no male or no female nipples but yeah. male nips are fine yeah well everybody knows male nips are just not sexy so <laughs> no that's a twitch. i still think they one of the funniest ways is that <laughs> it wasn't a protest for very long but there's people who were just like taking photos of topless women and then just photoshopping male nipples on top of the female nipples and saying like it's perfectly fine to show this picture now oh man this is like a long ass statement i was gonna oh get yeah this it was it. a long it's like it's a like professional yeah whenever you have lawyers speak it always goes on forever let's see let me read this and see when it gets born <laughs> uh, okay, go ahead <clears throat> let me go into my corporate voice <clears throat> over the past Boring. <laughs> <laughs> over the past few weeks we've seen and had many conversations Wait, about how... that's my that's my corporate voice what? respectful oh, sorry sorry thank you so your corporate voice is a brooklyn accent well he might have been in the mob Corporate, you know, corporate. <laughs> I guess that's technically a corporation. Yeah. It's like a New Jersey accent. <laughs> Many conversations about hot tub streams, and we want to address it candidly. The content brings up questions that are complex with few easy, clear answers. We're approaching it thoughtfully and respectfully, which is why we've taken our time to address it publicly after a lot of internal deliberation. Hey. Given the nuances, this is going to be a long post, but we want to explain in detail our thinking and approach. As well as next step, <laughs> your accent just evolved into a fucking <laughs> like, a southern character. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Let me see if I can get it back. <clears throat> Meatballs, queens, <clears throat> spaghetti, hey, hey, the thongs. <laughs> Much of the conversation we've ah, worked, we've seen is <laughs> focused on people. <laughs> I lost it again. <laughs> I think that means the bit is done. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Yeah. Let me let me just read it in normal voice. I guess we've seen a focus on people who are streaming this and similar content, including assumptions about their motivations, intentions, and we want to make a few things clear. First and foremost, no one deserves to be harassed for the content they choose to stream, how they look, or who they are. And we will take action against anyone who perpetuates this kind of toxicity on our service. Second, while we have guidelines about sexually suggestive content. This one is also in bold, by the way. Yeah. Being found to be sexy by others is not against our rules. Which <laughs> will not take enforcement action against women or anyone on our service for their perceived attractiveness. Period. And then a ton of stuff like legal disclaimers. Yeah, it's a bunch of legal. And like, it's so weird, right? I don't inherently disagree with their like 
position of like just being attractive means that you're and it's just it's doing weird. that but like being a female and being attractive yeah. by the way no they said or any person after specifically <laughs> mentioning women yeah yeah <laughs> but that's the thing is it was mostly women who were getting yeah. in trouble for all this yeah hot women like yeah conventionally hot women <laughs> so I, I that's get why they're... i think the wording is so bizarre yeah it's silly <laughs> i get what they're trying to get at like Twitch should be a place for everyone and like they they're under the just chatting thing normally which is what they were doing right but uh, it was like a lot of people point out there was like a point where some people are just inflating kiddie pools and dipping their feet in it <laughs> essentially yeah, it's still a pool stream yeah but like I don't know it's it's kind of weird but also it's arguably better that they put it in its own category because that means you can just not have that category suggested to you. Right. If you just don't want it, you don't want it. You don't yeah. have to have it. If you don't want to see sexy people in a pool doing whatever, I yes. guess, then you just don't have to. I don't know why you would, but you could. I think all of the streams should be hot tub streams now. <laughs> that should be like the, that should be like your level of introduction as you if you want to stream on Twitch, gotta have a hot tub. Sorry, don't <laughs> tell you. <laughs> Oh man! But yeah, that was that was its own that would make whole a, thing. That would make esports arenas rather interesting. Just a bunch of guys, very deadly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can a they bunch make guys it playing from the break Fortnite. room to the pool and back to the arena without getting electrocuted? Let's see this one, John. It's always interesting. Oh they have to win a round of Fortnite and then swim to the edge of the pool before the computer falls into the pool. <laughs> it's like on a <laughs> conveyor belt. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they time the matches. Ooh. <laughs> 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 oh man um sam while you're on the line here we'll get you in early this week you've been watching were you watching any hot tub streams sam? <laughs> yeah you watching some hot tub streams no i was not oh <laughs> i thought you might have something to recommend <laughs> <laughs> well you've been watching no. anything? um yeah the other night i watched a really shitty movie yo same bad ben seven no no, we might have some bad um, band content coming up, though. <laughs> nice. Okay. <laughs> so this movie is really fucking horrible. <laughs> Got it. All right, what's the name? I need to know. Good introduction. Good introduction. The movie is called Sandpaper. It Sand- was on... I hope it's I hope it's a slasher Prime. film. And that's the slasher's main weapon, is Sandpaper. No. <laughs> no wait, he replaces your toilet paper with Sandpaper. That's his uh, thing. It's probably weirder and dumber. <laughs> I don't know. But um, um so okay. It's about um this woman basically she's like a realtor and I think she like flip flips houses. So she buys this house, um and her boss, realtor lady, is like, Do you know what would improve? this house and give it more selling value is if you um put a deck on so the lady's like okay i'll hire the or i'll hire someone to do the deck so she hires this handyman um he seems all right at first um um he's like older and Oh my god, there's just so many every single like thing in this movie is shit. It's hard to even like <laughs> explain the plot. I, I just like 
I really thought you were going to be like what she was like. You know what would really improve this house? If you sanded it down. Okay, so, yeah. She seems to get along with this guy. All right. He's fine. Whatever. He's working on the deck from morning to evening. Um, Just him? One... He have a crew? No, it's just him. Um, <laughs> it, it's, there's this one scene where um, a kid from like next door or something comes to the house, and the lady's on the phone with her ex-husband, I think. And um, she opens the door. And she's like angry at her ex-husband. He's and she's like, um, I can't talk right now. He's like the kid's like. Um, I need to tell you something about this this guy because my dad hired him. And then she's like, I-, I can't do this right now. Come back later. Whatever. <laughs> okay. like, I just wanted to say that he's murdering people on your deck. God. <laughs> <laughs> um, it comes back around. It's really fucking stupid. Um, the kid was the murderer the whole time. <laughs> Um, nobody actually gets murdered in this movie. What? Zero out of ten. Um, it's <laughs> yeah. Well, it's zero out of ten for me too, for oh. different reasons. <laughs> um, so yeah, he he gets comfortable. You know, they start chatting sort of a little bit. They have like a beer, a few beers one night. Um, okay, and he like confides in her that he has like um this great amount of money coming in because he has like this medicine stuff that he's gonna patent and he's been talking to these people in Nigeria and his um <laughs> that's where all the money comes from. That's where all the money yeah. um this girlfriend in Nigeria that he's talking about um, and she's like, um, okay, it sounds a bit weird, but <laughs> anyway, it, 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 they drink, I guess she drinks too much somehow. They're just drinking beer. She woke she up, she didn't remember. What? She drank too. I don't know, <laughs> but, um, anyway. She woke up the next morning and um, I, I guess he had been having his mail sent there or something now. So he what? checked. He checked the, yeah, he checked the mail and brought it in. And then she's like, what? Uh, please yes. don't collect my mail for me. <laughs> um, and he's like, um, okay, I understand. I understand. <laughs> But then he's like, but I got this letter in the mail saying blah, blah, blah. Um, If I send this amount of money to these Nigerians, then they're going to get me over there. I can go finally meet my girlfriend. This has been taking place for like 10 years. So, um, yeah, the he's been being like scammed or whatever by I actually don't even really know. What? Um, <laughs> it's really confusing. <laughs> uh, well, it's I. It's not confusing. It's just stupid. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> but anyway, I guess this guy has been sending a whole bunch of money, and like, 
expecting something. I don't know. But anyway, he's like, can you loan me like a thousand dollars or something crazy like that to send to them so um, they can help get me over there and get my my medicine like patented or something? I don't really know. And she's like, no, hey, listen, you're being scammed. He's like, no, I'm not. And she's like, yeah. And then she like proves it to him like. She's like, hey, look at this seal. This is not correct, and this is not correct, whatever. Just nothing lines up, and he's like, whoa. He's like completely dumb. <laughs> well, you know what? I was being scammed all along. Roll credits. How inconvenient. <laughs> um, yeah. So he's like, oh, my God. I've been scammed for 10 years. Nothing is real. And then he gets, like, super depressed oh wait this is like um what happens before that is that he says that he lives like two hours away so um he asks if he can um stay there for the duration of his time building the deck he can wake up earlier and work later and she was like I'll think about it. And then the next scene, he's just like there. (laughs) (laughs) She says, you can sleep in the basement. Um, That's fine. It's like this really shitty basement. But anyway, uh, he gets his like um, air mattress or whatever down there. And, you know, he's been staying there. And like I said, getting his mail there and that whole thing Uh goes down. She explains that he's being scammed. So he gets depressed. And he just stops working on the deck, I guess. Okay. <laughs> and she's like, um, why are you not working on this? And um, he's like, I don't know, whatever, depressed. She just doesn't have motivation or something. And, and then, like, she's getting pressure from her realtor person to be like, you got to get this deck done. We got to sell this house, whatever. And she's like, Oh my God. And then to make him um, start the building the deck again. So he has like something to live for. Um, <laughs> she's like, um, maybe it was all true after all. You really what? do have a girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. So he, she like, you know, puts a seed in his head, like, okay, he yeah. Proves the yeah that it was yeah. fake. Yes, and then he starts building on the deck again. <laughs> what? Um. So, um. Let's see. Hey, wait! I have to. Was this a horror oh, wait, movie, or a did scene. I just assume that because you were? It's saying supposed you want to be. It is supposed to be like a horror like psychological movie but it's so bad in like every way because it's the, the supposed horror really aspect weird. already start um not yet okay. kind of what it's like a gradual thing it, it's uh, it's not really but <laughs> um but so two hours in the movie I? already <laughs> <laughs> it's actually only a little over an hour and all of this shit fucking happens. So huh. weird. And it's supposed to take place within like two months, like all of this. Jesus. But anyway, um, let's see. Where was I? 
Oh yeah, it shows him at one point before that um he doesn't actually have a house two hours away he's just like living out in the woods in his van or whatever but anyway um yeah he starts building the deck again and she's like okay i have um i have a work thing and i'm gonna be gone for two weeks so i need you to not stay here give me my key (laughs) um yeah so He's like, okay, that's fine. And she goes on her trip, blah, blah, blah. She comes back. The house is trashed. Um, the deck's unbuilt. <laughs> Turns out he had a crazy party with a bunch of Nigerians. <laughs> um, no, the house is trashed when she gets back. She... Um, calls the cop because she thought she like got broken into and then somebody was still there and then it was him and she's like what? oh what are you doing here <laughs> I don't know it's like what are you talking about I live here <laughs> no that's exactly what happened <laughs> that's exactly what fucking happened too <laughs> <laughs> and she was like what this is my house Get out of my house. And he's like, I live here. Blah, 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 blah. Anyway, she calls. She calls her realtor and says, "Um, this guy is in my house. I don't know how to get him out of my house. The deck guy. Um, I don't want him in there. He's saying he owns it now. It's not his. And she's like, "Um, well, figure it out. Whatever. (laughs) Not my problem. And she calls the cops. She was like so adamant, right? So she calls the cops. The cops come over. And he's like, oh, what seems to be the problem? And she's like, this guy, my dead guy, he he will not get out of my house. And (laughs) the cop was like, "Um, um, well, can you prove can you prove that he doesn't live here? Or can you prove that you do live here, sir? Um, he's like, <laughs> I have like your driver's problem. driver's license and proof that you get mail here or that you live here. Why is that? that? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Apparently that's just enough. And um, <laughs> Also, the they don't have records, so they that- can't pull it up. In the time, exactly, in the time that she was gone, the two weeks, he made a new license with that address on it. And of course, he had been getting his mail there, too. <laughs> so How apparently he... that is just all the proof you need to prove that the house is it's yours. Did this movie take place in the 80s when they no. didn't have a way to check licenses? No, well, no. Thing. You literally have a this deed movie was to made your in, house. I know this movie was made in like 2018 or something, or it came <laughs> out then. This is the fucking. Uh, <laughs> it just gets fucking worse. And then she like calls lawyers and stuff. Like, what can I do? And they're like, "Well, did and, he have a license and get his mail here for two weeks?" <laughs> and it doesn't say what they say, but she's like. Oh, 30 days? That's how they're a resident after 30 days or whatever? 
actually which is weird because I don't know if it actually had been 30 days that he was staying there. Maybe it was, probably. But so she just gives up. <laughs> she just, other than like telling him, get out of my house, get out of my house. And then she just deals with it. She just deals with it. And, and his he's not even girlfriend a- moves to America to live with him in this new house. <laughs> so this isn't okay, I know this is really long, but there's so much like everything in it is fucking awful. <laughs> How is there more? <laughs> I oh my god. Like- there's so much more. Really? <laughs> yeah. Kind of. I can try to speed it up, but um so um where was I? Oh yeah, in this he's not working on the deck again. He's well, he's on he the deck lives again. There. Why does he need a? I know it? he lives there, um, <laughs> and she she just wants him to finish the deck so she can put it up for sale. Even though <laughs> I don't know. Good luck with that. <laughs> I know. Um. So she like comes up with this plan. And she forges this letter from uh, Nigeria and she puts in a one-way plane ticket. Nigeria? (laughs) Yeah. Somewhere in Nigeria? (laughs) Yeah. Somewhere, wherever this place is supposed to be that he's getting these letters from. Um, And... I, he doesn't want to go f- for some reason or another. Like <laughs> she goes dead. <laughs> no, she's like mm, foiled again. <laughs> this is a fucking Looney Tunes short. This is this this. It seems like it because it has this weird like tone to it. Like sometimes you think it's supposed to be like this heartfelt thing. Like oh, it's just two people that butted heads and. Now they're going to get along and just learn to live with each other. Even though this <laughs> guy... I know! <laughs> That's what the tone is like, though. It's so fucking bizarre. It's supposed to be a psychological like horror movie. <laughs> so, Sam, I have a question for you. Yeah. Does this movie end with it turns out she was the deck builder the whole time? <laughs> oh, no, but... Okay, but okay, this is what happens. <laughs> So she just sort of lives with it um, for a while. I don't know how long. <laughs> There's like this montage of her just like she puts a dresser in front of her door every night so he can't sneak in. And every morning she has to push it aside. And then she like has her breakfast at the table and the guy. Wait, so she's <laughs> living like, there too? Yes, they're both yeah, just they're living both. there together. What? And but she just how accepted she... it. <laughs> But she's like trying to sell the house. What? Did she just sell I it know. and then she the fucking house? What? You just gonna sell it and not live anywhere? I she's she's a house flipper. She's trying to sell this house because that's what she does. So she does she does she like buys houses and spruces them up and then like sells them for profit. Okay, but if she's a house flipper, surely she has an actual house that she's not selling then. I don't know. She's just living there. She's just living. I don't really know why. <laughs> but, okay. um... 
So then she like after a while of just like living with him and begrudgingly <laughs> not taking any other steps to like fucking take back your shit. Um <laughs> she's like, um, why haven't you been building the deck? He's like, I don't have any money for lumber. I need money for lumber. She's like, what? Um what what do you mean? You should have all this done, like bought and everything. <laughs> so what? and then he's like, Well, I need money. Uh why don't you go sell your car? <laughs> what? <laughs> so She's, like, what? Man. She's like, What? How dare you? <laughs> and then she fucking sold then- her car. Yeah, <laughs> that's the only that's the only place that can go. There's nowhere else to go from that. Yeah, so she's like, uh, she lives with it more, and then she just gets up like done with it, and then she sells her car <laughs> to buy lumber, and she like, as we it. all know, she's like, I'm just gonna do it myself. <laughs> Why? And as we all know, lumber costs about seven thousand dollars to build a deck. Actually, lumber is getting more expensive. <laughs> yeah, but not as much as a car. No, but think of all the lumber you could afford with. It. It's a really big deck, Robbie. <laughs> but anyway, it's a small house worth of deck. But anyway, the she is building this deck. There's like this nice, you know, sun is like coming through. Oh, did I mention this movie is actually shot pretty fucking well? The cinematography is pretty good. <laughs> But the script and the plot is complete fucking, like, it se- it's like first draft, first ever writer <laughs> made this. Oh, <laughs> so it's like Suspiria. Uh, Fuck no. off. Um, <laughs> God yeah. damn it. Um, but, yeah, she has this weird thing where she's, like, building the deck, and she's, like, oh, all proud of herself. And the guy comes out, he's, like, you need me to teach you don't you (laughs) what so there's this whole thing where it's like i don't is a montage you're teaching her how to build the deck yeah oh god (laughs) it's it's like it's supposed to be this heartfelt thing (laughs) it doesn't work if one is a weird creep (laughs) yeah i know it's so weird it's so weird Like, I feel like you have to, like, actually watch this movie to believe, like, nothing makes sense. It's a movie? Her her reactions and actions to any of it is not how it would go. (laughs) Is it at least, like, a foreign film, so it makes sense why it's, like, weird? No. No. Uh, Indie film, I think, was made here in the U.S. So... How how does it end, Sam? Okay, so basically, um, where was I? He the, the, um, he built the deck. deck. Oh yeah, let me get through this. Yeah, the the deck is done. After they did all of that, she's like, "Okay, gotta sell this house." She calls a realtor person. And she's like, "Okay, I'm ready." And then she's like, "Oh, I gotta devise a plan to get him out of here." So for a few hours, so I can show this house. Really? So she writes. She writes another letter, um, from the Nigerian like U.S. embassy or whatever, 
and gives them gives him a address to go to. Um, so the people come. She's showing this house. Oh, there's a montage of her baking and getting snacks and like wine and stuff ready too. <laughs> In between like the scenes where the guy was driving and it's supposed to be like a tense scene or something. I don't fucking know. But anyway, um, anyway, it turns out to be like a sketchy tattoo shop that the address was at. And then um, back at the house, everything seems to be going well. She probably has a buyer and he comes back. Of really does. also hi Priyan chat yeah um so there's this whole thing like what are you doing are you trying to sell my house and she's like it's not your house <laughs> okay. and he like he like puts a hand on her like grabs her arm or something because they're like arguing and one of the guys is like hey and punches the old guy like the deck builder <laughs> and then the realtor is like um I don't know how you expect to ever sell this house with this guy living in here and it smells in there. (laughs) She's like, you're the one that told me to build a deck. And like, how the fuck could could you not do anything? Anything. (laughs) What the fuck? Yeah. So, um, so, um, that night, Everything sort of seemed to go wrong. The people weren't interested in buying anymore, I think. But um, she shows her digging a grave (laughs) and, like, getting a gun ready or something like that. Um, So she's building this grave all night. She comes back. He's gone. He got another letter, which this is another part that I'm, like, confused about. He got a letter and... Also, this thing that he wanted was, like, this blue velvet suit this whole time. This blue velvet suit, and he wanted to live there, have a nice house or whatever. That's what he wanted with all of this money that he's supposed to be getting. But anyway, he left a letter, like, oh, they, they said they're here. They're going to get me. And um, so and he's it was just aliens. gone. <laughs> so he's just gone. And then there's this whole thing like, okay, he's gone. Wow. Cool. And he's just gone. And then she just like starts having a much better life. She gets together with the guy that punched the old guy. What? Um, she's just living happily in this house for some reason, even though she wanted to sell it. She takes baths. <laughs> wow. That is a nice just, life. Yeah. She's just so happy. And then dun dun. One day, she hears some noises outside on the deck. (laughs) And she goes outside. And there he is in his blue velvet suit. (laughs) And he's like facing the other way. She picks up a hammer. And it goes to credits, but you can still hear it. And you can just hear her like hitting him in the head with the hammer. (laughs) There is murder. There is murder. Oh yeah, there is. Yeah. <laughs> but so, you don't see it, you just hear it. So this is like a horror story of like, man, you know when there's somebody really annoying <laughs> in your life and you just want to kill him? What if you, you did? You know, I it, yeah, but it's so dumb. I feel like it was trying to give off like the vibe of like a mother 
where there it's like anxiety inducing because there's people in this house and she's like yelling at them and it's crazy and chaotic but you know you see the movie it's a shitty movie but anyway i feel like i was it was trying to pull that off but it wasn't at all because it had this tone of like a heartfelt buddy or foe to like friend movie (laughs) it had like a meet the fockers it was yeah it it was really weird and not in any sort of good way (laughs) (laughs) like i didn't feel sorry for the lady at all because she was it like it like tried to portray her like a bitch in some scenes and like the next scene she's like supposed to be portrayed as like the victim and then the next she's like strong and independent and the next she's like conniving and evil (laughs) and she only wants uh selfish things and then 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 she's just like happy she got all the things that she didn't deserve (laughs) i still just don't process any of how that system she was a house flipper that didn't own a house apparently that's the thing (laughs) yeah she her her idea of flipping is adding a deck adding a deck so I have a question about this movie. Yeah. Are you sure it's not something you made up on the spot to talk about on the podcast? Because that's almost what it sounds um, like. It does sound like it, but it's not. <laughs> it's really fucking just terrible. Cool. Like terrible, not in, in any good way. <laughs> it's just amateur. Extremely, extremely amateur. Like a shitty amateur writer like came up with a this really shitty... good cinematographer yes which is really weird <laughs> it's i don't know <laughs> but i couldn't har- hardly find anything about it online either i think it was like showed at some festivals or something or but <laughs> there's not even like a rotten tomatoes page for it something it, yes it's weird because it it looks like it's good quality like it's pretty good quality for the type of movie it is, but it was ugh. Yeah. It's just the writing and plot. It's terrible. Well, I <laughs> just unrealistic. looked this thing up on IMDb. Mm-hmm. It's not even feature length. Is this even a movie? I would say no. It's not even a movie. I mean, um, it is a movie, but yeah, we'll talk about that later, Sam. It went into so many things. Like, (laughs) I don't know. The director of this, this was his first quote-unquote feature. Mm -hmm. Um, He also wrote it. (laughs) And uh, produced it. Acted in it. uh, He was not the cinematographer. (laughs) But he was the editor. Oh, God. Okay, yeah, I can see that. Because the editing is bad. (laughs) he accidentally put the wrong audio track there was kind of weird i don't know it was weird i don't know this it's let me read it says it's a thriller that's what it claims i'm just gonna read the description for it from imdb the plot summary okay eager to add value to her property before selling it newly divorced kate hunt (laughs) hires an amiable but eccentric local carpenter named Howard to build her a new deck. Initially, the perfect craftsman, 
Howard's behavior grows ever more peculiar as work progresses, and it soon becomes clear that Howard's eccentricities mask a complex and devious personality that threatens to upturn Kate's whole life, locking the pair in a battle of wills that may cost both of them their sanity, inspired by actual events. Uh, yeah. The author so, okay, was I was Howard. wrong. So I was wrong about the um the house slipping thing. So got me there. <laughs> I was really paying to the very be- paying attention to the very first part. Apparently, I still, <laughs> there's still an issue of like, what was her goal if she sold the house? Money, Where was she gonna I live? guess. Also, I, would I just don't like know. It noted that there are two descriptions because IMDb lets you add descriptions. There are two <laughs> descriptions. They're mm-hmm. exactly the same. And they're both submitted by the director. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Oh, so and the thing, like the the Howard guy, like you don't really know. It doesn't really tell you if he actually is just like evil and like. Well, um, I mean, Sam, you heard the description right there. Controlling, yeah. or if he's just like a, um. A dumb old guy, and maybe has like <laughs> has like um, dementia issues or something like that. It never. It's really weird. <laughs> I don't really know. Just weird, weird tones, and it doesn't really settle on anything, which makes it extremely confusing. And it seems like um, three people. Three different people directed and edited it. <laughs> it's like we want different tones. Everybody has different tones. <laughs> All these... I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, it's that really seems bizarre. like a super weird movie. Yeah. Um, also, hey, Miriam and Chat. And hey, Betty. I'm just going to go with Betty. Um, well, Sam, I'm never going to watch that. Uh, it sounds, sounds awful. It is so bad. I think more people need to talk about it, though. I just need to get it out there that it exists. Why? Like, what is really there to is. really talk about? It's so bad. So? It's so bad. Is it entertainingly bad? It, <laughs> I guess, but not like in a good I don't know. That's what I'm not saying. Like, like, what, a, what is there Miami to talk connection. about? Not even like a Miami connection. I don't know because it was it, it just seems so amateur and like awful. Awful rating. <laughs> well interesting. Well, Robbie, before you fall asleep, or maybe after you've fallen asleep a few times already, <laughs> uh you watched up. <laughs> you watched Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Give us your quick thoughts on that. It was okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Mortal Kombat movie. Like, I don't know why people complained about it as much as they did. Like I feel like it's people who A, either never played the games or B, never saw the original Mortal Kombat movies to complain about this. Like, that's kind of what it feels like. Like, oh, it was bland. So was the acting in the original movies. It was also kind of cheesy in the original movies. Super cheesy. Yeah. Also, it's Mortal Kombat. You like you play the Mortal Kombat games for gore. You don't play it for engaging storylines. Although I would say the story in nine and ten are pretty good. Yeah. Like they have like they go to like these weird complex places in nine and ten. Yeah, they they're like, "Hey, Sun God, what's up?" And the Sun God's like, "Yo, ha ha." That's eleven. Oh, 
You think I'm kidding? Hey, Moon God, what's up? <laughs> and some guy comes through and starts rolling everywhere and goes, Praise the sun! <laughs> and um, he out, he's like, Toasty! And then he goes away, and that's the end of the story. And <laughs> I will say, with like the whole um, inspired by true events things, there was a YouTube channel I found recently. I and, oh, I thought we were going to Mortal Kombat. Yeah. No, 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 no. I was like, Wait, what did I miss? There's not a whole lot to say about Mortal Kombat. It's Mortal Kombat. There's gory fighting. Uh, there is some fan service in it with them, like wherever, like that scene wherever, like they're fighting that one creature thing, and then like Kano ends up uh, killing it, and he goes, "Hey, Kano wins." Yeah, and like yeah. dumb stuff like that, or like whenever like one of the guys kills another person, he goes like, "All right," and then like just whispers to himself, "Fatality," <laughs> and like dumb Mortal Kombat stuff like that. There were a couple jokes I did really like in there, kind of like uh, whenever they. A good example, like whenever Kano uh, says, like, in order to help them, he wants two million or he wants three million dollars for them. Like, all right, done. We'll pay you three million dollars to help us. And he's like, are you really going to pay that guy three million dollars? I live in this fucking shithole. Do you think I'm really going to pay him three? Or do you really think I have three million dollars to pay him? Yeah, that's actually a really good line. Yeah. <laughs> like, there is dumb stuff like that. That's really fun. Uh, I feel like there would have been like if they really wanted a good storyline, I think kind of the, the revenge story for Scorpion and Sub-Zero would have been like could have been its own storyline and been a pretty decent movie. Yeah. I think that's been told a lot though. It has like, that's also goes to the game. Cause like, I know that in the storyline gets more complicated with Scorpion and Sub-Zero and how they're rivals and everything. And th- that's why they're always fighting each other in the, uh, in the games. So I know it gets more complicated through that, but there was a storyline in there. That one was pretty interesting. Um, K- like a lot of people have said, Kano is the most charismatic character in like the entire movie. Um, you can see how they want to make it like a franchise thing with the way at the end of the movie. Well, there's already two planned sequels. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah, like I said, I honestly think that they did the best they could with trying to start a trilogy. Yeah. As they possibly could. Like people are really complaining about the Cole character and stuff. And I don't think he's a problem, honestly. No. Like you... I think for a lot of people, especially for like this trying to start a franchise kind of thing, you need to get the people who don't know anything about the video games in and having a character that doesn't know anything who can ask a bunch of questions is how you do that. Yeah. Like it may be like the most bland way to do it, but it's the most sensical way to do it, in my opinion, anyway. But yeah, I was going to say, speaking of like, a, um, what I was going to say before we started talking about that or before I went off the whole tangent of... <laughs> basically just explaining why Mortal Kombat's okay. Um, YouTube channel that I found out about recently called Mr. Ballin. Yes. Yeah. Does he yeah. Ballin? <laughs> uh, Rocky put us onto that. Yeah. A while ago. It's yeah. funny. See, it's funny. This guy must be like gaining a lot of popularity because my aunt just like mentioned him earlier oh, today. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, has like, he almost has 3 million subscribers on YouTube and he started on TikTok. Yeah. He must be yeah. getting pretty big now. But uh, yeah. Some of his YouTube stuff, like it's longer form content. Like the yeah. the first video I saw of his was like uh, stories that are that sound fake but are actually true. Yeah, he has a ton of yeah. stuff. Yeah, uh, so funny. The one like uh, stories like that, the one that I found the most interesting that I heard of like the two videos that I watched are well that I listened to of his while I was at work. Because um, it's usually three stories in there. Uh, one of them, which I think would actually make the most interesting movie out of all the ones that he talked about so far, there was. Um, a missing persons case in like, I guess this village. I can't remember exactly where it was. Also, I'm trying to make it as short as possible. <laughs> um, they tried to figure out like, uh, 
or no, what happened is I guess some people were digging in a sugar field and they ended up like hitting something soft. And whenever they uncovered it, there's actually a body underneath it. And it turns out there was this missing woman and they try to figure out what happened with her. And like, basically the uh, people in the town that she lived in. So like, yeah, she just kind of disappeared one night. We have no idea like why she was there or anything. And then it turns out, uh, they found out that she took a taxi like in the middle of the night without telling anybody. And uh, they found the taxi driver, asked him like, you know, our uh, white arm, you know, where was she going? She's like, I don't know. She said that she was going to like see a shaman, but she didn't want anyone to know about it. And they went to talk to the shaman and like the shaman says like, arm, he tried to like make it seem like he had no idea what was going on when it are. Uh, eventually they uncovered that the guy's insane. And what he was doing is he was, he basically took, uh, had this very vivid dream of his dead dad telling him uh, in order to in- achieve immortality, he had to drink the saliva of 70 women. And he took fig- a lot of like how much saliva from 70 women there. I don't, I don't know. All of it. Like a cup or like he didn't specify how much just the saliva of 70 women. Okay. Like whether it's like just like one French kiss from the woman or like an entire cup. Who knows? Either way. That's like a lot of women still. To yeah. That's a lot of women's kiss. saliva. That's and like apparently he decided that the easiest way to get the saliva from the women was just to kill them. So he told <laughs> he ended up telling people around the area that he was a shaman and that he had the secret to or he had the secret to beauty and long life. Uh, so that way he can like, you know, get some women to come to him and like basically paid him to like give him the secrets to, uh, to beauty and having a long life. And so he would tell these women uh, to like, come to his, his house late at night. And then he would take them out to the sugarcane field and basically have them dig a hole. And then he would bury them in the hole up to neck deep and then strangle them with a rope. And then basically take their saliva as like, or take their saliva after they were, they were dead. And he ended up, uh, when the police ended up finding out about this, they ended up finding out, are uh, finding basically like 42 other holes of where other women that he had basically killed to yeah, take so their close. saliva. Yeah. The weird thing is, is this latest one, his wife Jeez. helped him with it. Jesus. Yeah. So, oh, so, <laughs> so here's the thing. Like he's a shaman, yeah. right? He said he was a shaman. So right. he could, uh, he's already pretending to be a shaman. He's tricked that many people into thinking he's a shaman. Why can't you be like, yeah. spit into this cup and I drink it and then I'll make you prettier? Yeah, also, yeah. Well, also then they do would you like, be alive. It, depending on like this, how much saliva he needs, does like the body still keep producing saliva after you're dead? That's a good question for a nurse if we have a nurse in the chat right now. I mean, I imagine maybe just for a how while much that existed at yeah. that time after you're dead. I feel like that's like almost no saliva, though. I don't know about you guys, but I rarely have a bunch of saliva in my mouth. Yeah, Tyrant, like that's saying no body, no people, saliva left, yeah. no saliva after you die. Yeah, but so there's you just like in the... spit into a cup or like. Yeah, which I feel like that would be easier <laughs> just to say like, okay, like first thing you get need to do in order to become beautiful is to spit in this cup. It just yeah. seems like a lot of it. effort. Yeah. It seems like too much. Effort. But yeah, apparently like that was his thing, and like also apparently he felt like it would make it more or it would actually help give him power if he actually like or the faces of all the women were actually uh facing towards his house in the sugar cane field and so like he would actually like make them dig or make them like lie in the grave or lie in he basically make them dig their own graves and then like face them towards his house bury them up so to that next deep, and then like, strangle them that was probably As like part do. of his ritual or whatever yeah it was like all this huge ritual of him to try to become immortal seems like he just wanted to do some killing Maybe. Okay. The guy <laughs> was insane. This is the mis- so Mr. Ballin tells these stories. Yeah, he tells like, like 
he has like stories of the strange or unusual or supernatural three or four times a week, then you've come to the right channel. Okay, so that's, that's his all thing, though, so he just, he just <laughs> yeah. tells stories, yeah. not necessarily yeah. his own stories. Yeah, yeah, he just tells stories. Okay. Yeah, he just tells stories. Yeah, and that's uh, his intro to everything. If you like stories about the strange, unusual, yeah. or supernatural told three to four times a week, then you've come to the right channel, because that's all we do. Okay. That's whole <laughs> yeah, like, I just like, here's like some of his video titles, like three top stories that sound fake, but are 100% real. Part four. <laughs> yeah. He has a, he has man's- a series that I think is named the wrong thing. He has a series of top three places people shouldn't have gone, but they went anyways. Yeah. And he's yeah. at like, to- he's at like 74. Bit- uh, like a super high number, a ridiculous number, but it really should be just like scuba diving. Scary. Number 74. <laughs> <laughs> Here's that. Uh, another one is like this man's secret shocked the world. Mature audiences only top three photos with disturbing backstories. Got it. It's so clickbait. Yeah. No, no. He tells the story. No. And some of them are actually like, I mean, um, some of them are pretty more crazy. Uplifting stories too. Just like I mean, that doesn't make it not clickbait. Like clickbait is just the title is something to make. I mean, you I think he. I, I mean, yeah, I think he definitely incorrect. has. He does no, definitely has like something that's generally misleading. Is what yeah. I consider to be clickbait. Yeah. I mean, that's not the how clickbait is defined. But that's what mm, I, I consider it, to be clickbait. Maybe yes. And your opinion matters more than mine. Yep. <laughs> Looks like I got to look up the definition of clickbait. That's how I always consider clickbait anyway. Yeah. But yeah, like it's it's that kind of stuff. And then he tells you the stories. Like it's not bad content. It's not like no, I, I wasn't suggesting it was just like. And it seems to be accurate content as far as yeah. I can tell. Uh, like I guess just hearing like, oh, this is a guy with like three million things. I thought it was going to be more than just he reads off the stories. And he stuff. doesn't read them off. He tells them very charismatically i think i yeah. say anyway yeah he, he does a good job telling his stories yeah right I, but... I just thought it was more like original his like of course like there's a there's an art in like storytelling and stuff that he probably nails that i imagine got him the three million i just thought it was more like i am sure he tells some thing. of his own stories because <laughs> apparently he was actually a navy seal before he became a youtuber yeah he was yeah uh, Kyron chat says, get off this guy's dick. So uh, laughy face, laughy face. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, I, don't, I, don't, I was just like expecting more when you guys were talking about Mr. Baller over here. Mr. Ballin, like it's a very silly name. But yeah, but yeah, like I listened to a couple of his stuff or a couple of his videos while I was at work. Yeah. Like there's that one. I guess another one that'd be like slightly more uplifting, but it also has a crazy story behind it is like the uh, these three boys who were actually all are all parts of uh, triplets that ended up finding each other like later on in life. Yeah. And it turns out they're actually all part of this like giant conspiracy or I guess not conspiracy, like this giant study to see if um, the person that you are is caused by genetics or by your upbringing. And so they would like purposefully put these people in like, you know, this, like this one's going to be with a rich family and this one's going to be with the poor family. And this one's going to be with an abusive father. And this one's going to be with a very caring father. And like, yeah, they can't if- do that anymore. Mm-hmm. That's illegal. No, that's no. illegal. Like it was all very legal and very yeah. hush hush, but like, it's one of those things like apparently they they're like some weird legal loophole. They made it to where like the pup or the findings won't become public until 2066. So we can never know for sure why they did this study, but they, well, it's we'll only 2066. Yeah. <laughs> but we don't, won't know until then. Jokes apparently. on them. If they're still alive, but, yeah. they get to a bunch of people. Yeah. Hating and them. then they, I, I guess like the triplets who were originally found out about all this were able to actually see the documents themselves, but it was also heavily edited and it's over 10,000 pages long. Yeah. I mean, but they somehow found each other. A few of them went. Two of them went to the same school. 
Well, and they were going to go to the same after, school, but one decided he was going to stop going to the school when the other one decided he was going to go to the same school, and there was a mistaken identity thing. And yeah, yeah. and th- there was an article about them, and then there's this other guy who's like, "Oh my god, I look like them." <laughs> so like they found each other in a really weird way, but I guess they had a restaurant at some point together, and um, but one of them. I think killed himself at some point. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, They all started a restaurant together, but then um, I guess there was all these arguments had happened over money. And one of them got super depressed during all of this and decided that he didn't want to be part of it anymore. And then like kind of just cut ties with them and then eventually killed himself. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Also definition of clickbait. Something, such as a headline, designed to make the readers want to click on a hyperlink, especially when the link leads to some are links to content of dubious value or interest. Such as, you'll never believe what happened when, or this is the cutest thing ever, or this is the biggest mistake you can make when, or take this quiz to see what character you are, kind of clickbait. So I would say technically it's clickbait then. Yeah. But clickbait isn't inherently bad. In fact, you need clickbait in order to generate mo- revenue on most websites. Yeah, but his content's pretty good. You wouldn't like it, me. Probably but. not. That's not that's not my jam. Yeah. Plus, but. it sounds like there's a lot of creepy stuff, and that's super not my jam. Yeah, there's there. Yeah. That's yeah. totally my jam, though. Yeah. Um, yep. But real quick, I'm going to talk about the other thing I watched. Then mm-hmm. it's all UE. Okay. Um, the other thing that I watched is uh, well, I watched two things. But I'm not going to talk about the other thing. I'll talk about it real quick. Um, Bloodfest is what it's called. It was a Rooster Teeth original. Apparently, I watched it on Amazon. Hmm. Um, it's fine. Moving on. <laughs> it's, okay. it's a it's a horror movie that's kind of dumb and nonsensical, purposely and like supposedly a send up. All made in Halo. No, no. <laughs> um, it's a real movie, and like it's it's completely completely fine. The best friend from Spider Man is in it. The Homecoming one. Okay. he's in it. Yeah, yeah. Um. It's it's totally completely fine. So like newish came out in twenty eighteen, I think. Okay, so yeah, ish, ish, yeah. Um, like I said, completely, completely fine. Like it doesn't do anything too insane, in my opinion. For and, a movie called Bloodfest. Yeah, like there is dumb blood in it, and it there are some funny jokes. My favorite joke is with the best friend, and he like finds these vampire ladies because like the whole thing is like it's all created to kill everybody in the park. Cause it was like a, a festival. Uh-huh. And then it's actually the creator, like is actually killing people to show how evil horror is. It's super dumb. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it's purposely dumb. <laughs> right. Um, and so the best friend, like gets separated from everybody. And like, there are these like four women who are clearly vampires. Like they look like vampires and there's a bunch of frat bros. And it's like, Oh my God, I can't believe I found somebody. You guys, you have to get out of here. There's all this crazy shit going on. And it's like, what are, you, what are you guys still doing here anyway? And the frapper's like, come on, come hang out. And the vampire's lady is like, oh, we, we just we just hang out here. He's like, oh, that's crazy. You guys have like cool dresses on. <laughs> um, and he's like, starts talking about like why they have that on. She's like, well, um, it turns out like whenever you're a vampire and stuff like that, then maybe scientists bring you over from another country and promise you citizenship and a good job. And maybe you file your teeth down and maybe they give you shots to give you super hormones so that men get very attracted to you and forget what they're doing. And then maybe they keep you a night all the time and give you an addiction to blood so you feel like you need it. He's like, yeah, yeah, 
you're really, really pretty. Like, <laughs> I, I sh- I'm sorry. I shouldn't be saying that. I'm a virgin. I don't even know what I'm talking about. She's like, a virgin. You're kidding me. And like in the background, the other vampires are eating like all the jocks. Like <laughs> he's just not paying attention to it. And she's like, no, no, you have to leave. I can't have something as pure and great as you. Please leave now. He's like, but I just want to kiss. She's like, no, I can't. She's like, no, no, you're right. This is the wrong time and place. <sighs> if we ever meet again, though. Like it's it's really dumb. That's like <laughs> That's the best scene in the movie, though. Um, it's fun enough. Bloodfest, if you want to yeah. watch that. Just uh, the idea of filing down teeth is awful. making me cringe. Yeah. Um, the other thing I watched is Those Who Wish Me Dead. Watch that today, actually, before we recorded the other podcast. Um, it is by the same guy who wrote and directed Wind River, uh, and Hell or High Water. I don't think he directed that one. I think he just wrote. Is that it. the one with it? Um. Angelina Jolie. Yeah. (laughs) This is a Firewatch. (laughs) I haven't played Firewatch, but I assume, yes, it is Firewatch. (laughs) I I don't know. The only thing that has in common is that there's a fire tower. There's a fire that they watch. There is a fire tower, but there's also a boy running away with his dad's government secrets that will destroy the government. And there's a lot more action in this than all of his other movies because other movies are Sicario, Hell or High Water, Wind River are his like three big ones. Sbarro, Sbarro, got it, yep. Yep, Sbarro. Um, <laughs> this one's like super action heavy and like kind of really tight. It's an hour and 30 minutes. It's like everything just kind of happens a lot and there's a lot of storylines going on. Um, I think I want to watch it again. <laughs> okay. Uh, to get the feel for it because I'm not sure how it like ranks with his movies. Like I did enjoy it, but I'm not sure if I loved it more than his other stuff or not. Um, so I definitely want to watch it again. It was it was fun enough. It was fun enough. Not as powerful as those other movies by any means, though. Um, yeah, that's all I got. E. Uh, oh, if you want to watch uh, those who wish me dead, it's on HBO Max right now for I think the next twenty three ish days, and it's in theaters. So there you go. Uh, e. Hi. The floor is all yours. Okay. Um, I didn't. I as per usual, I didn't watch a lot. I watched. Uh, the newest Adventure Time Distance Lands episodes uh, titled Finn and Jake. Are Finn and Jake in it? Yes. Oh. Which is surprising because they haven't been in a lot of them. Huh. Uh, it kind of starts like very reminiscent of the first season, which was very like advent, like literally Adventure Time, just kind of silly fun yeah. kid stuff. And then like it kind of does the thing where like it's like slightly off. So like it It'll be like them kind of running around and stuff, and like Finn goes for a fist bump with Jake, and it's like this weird metallic clang. Huh. Uh, then it's like it just kind of keeps going until like Finn's like, okay, something's really off here. And like it gets to that point because they go back to their house, and Jake's crawling into a grave, which really sets the tone. Again, this is land is a lot more adult than the series was. Huh. Um, so Finn finds out he's like basically having his memories kind of given to him through like this weird bug thing as he walks out. He's in purgatory and it reveals the actual title is Finn and Jake are dead. Wow, really? Yes. Huh. So I guess some, you don't know much of Adventure Time. Uh, in Adventure Time, there is an afterlife and there's also a re, uh, reincarnation. Oh, okay. Those are both things that can happen. Okay. Uh, so something that was implied in the last episode is that Jake died quite a bit before Finn. So Finn finally got there after dying of most likely old age. (laughs) And as he gets there, like he's trying to find Jake, but can't find him. 
And that was because Jake actually got reached Nirvana, basically. Huh. So it's kind of like about Finn coping with the fact that he's dead without his friend who technically didn't wait for him in a sense. What is Adventure Time? It's an Adventure Time. <laughs> I just I thought I understood it and now I don't. It's a lot like it was a show that aired for nearly 10 years. Well, now longer because it has the sequel series. But how often it, does the sequel series come out uh, every like couple of months, maybe three and it's months, just one like 30 one, minute episode. Yeah, 40 ish. Huh? But yeah. So now, yeah, it's about Finn and Jake in Purgatory. Um, there's a new death that like doesn't like how anything's ran, basically. Huh? They brought back one of the major villains who was basically dead for a while. That was kind of neat to see him again. Uh, the Lich is him. So is there like an actual through line in this show, like a story? Yeah. Um, if. You have to watch a lot of it to really like get a storyline for the like many shows I've watched. Like it's bits and pieces are given to you over the course of a lot of episodes. Yeah. And then as the season started winding down, they started getting more of like a coherent storyline going through. Okay. And having like mini arcs every now and then. The one thing I know is that this is after like a nuclear war, right? Yes. That is the plot of Adventure Time is after the uh, the Mushroom Wars, I think it's called. Well, I mean, nuke. yeah, mushroom clouds, yeah. yeah. Cuz I just remember I watched two episodes, I've said that a bunch. And like there's skulls in the background of the first episode. Yeah. And that was weird. It but the, yeah. like the actual content was I was like, "Man, that's weird. Animal skull or something, I guess." But then like the content is just like boring kids show, so I just didn't keep watching. <laughs> that's the first couple of episodes. I one day I kind of like maybe as a bonus or something. I want to like find a way to like condense all the plot <laughs> stuff at Adventure Time and like give that to you. Okay. Because I think there is some cool stuff that you would enjoy Adventure Time. You just wouldn't want to get to it. <laughs> okay. Because there's it is a kid's show for a lot of it. Alrighty. Okay. But it's also a kid's show that deals with things like death and dementia. Nuclear and war. Nuclear war. Change in general. <laughs> Reincarnation huh. in this one. Also, That's how this one ends is like they have to they save death from the lich and have to kill death to do that. Okay. And uh Finn and Jake reincarnate. So the sequel series doesn't directly follow them? No. Uh it depends. The first episode follows Bimo, which is their little like Game Boy friend. Uh the second one is Marceline and uh Princess Bubblegum. And this was the first time it's like focused on well, it's mostly just Finn, but Huh. Yeah. I loved it. Uh, there's a lot of great jokes, but they're like based off of timing and uh, the like the voice acting. So I can't like just sit here and tell you the joke. It just yeah. doesn't hit the same. Right. I think the one that kind of works is like he's getting saved by one character and the character he thought he was going to take him to death. But the character's like, no, we're just going to go hang out in my room. And, and then Finn just fucking hits him immediately. <laughs> <laughs> so is this is it a sequel show you have to see the original to understand? You'd have to see some of it. Okay. Like, uh, I think I said before, when I watched it, I, I was pretty into Adventure Time, and then I stopped watching Cable. So I missed, I think I missed three seasons, and then watched the uh, finale, and then picked back up on Distant Lands. So I got most of it, because a lot of it's just knowing the characters, essentially. Okay. 
there's certain things like uh Finn Finn lost his arm, so you should probably know why how he lost his arm. Okay. Huh. And then there's like some characters like they uh you find Finn's uh well not really Finn's but Jake's family in it and you would have to know who they are <laughs> to really understand. Are the games canon? I don't think it I think some of them go over the story, but I don't think they're canon canon. Okay. I think they're they're kind of just spin-offs. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Adventure Time's weird. It is weird. Like, um, it's also revitalizes Cartoon Network and is arguably one of the most important cartoons to come out, period. Huh. Well then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was very enjoyable. I like I like this episode. Um very very emotional at a lot of parts too, kind of like like some of it's just because uh, I do have a lot of nostalgia for Adventure Time, so like seeing them kind of like show their roots a bit, and also just like I followed these characters for nearly twelve years at this point, so like seeing them kind of cope with death and stuff is really powerful in a lot of ways. Yeah, um, one thing I hear about Adventure Time a lot is that it's much better consumed with um, drugs. <laughs> I mean, people say that about all shows, like. It's like, yeah, it's a very colorful show with like very interesting stuff in it. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe if you're on drugs, maybe, but I don't, I feel like on drugs, you usually can't get the story as well. Sam, <laughs> I have a task for you. <laughs> you want me to watch Adventure Time while I'm on drugs? <laughs> yeah, how'd you know? Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I have heard a lot of stoners do like Adventure Time while stoned. There you go, Sam. I have a task for you. <laughs> oh my gosh. I need oh you God. to do some investigative journalism. <laughs> while stoned mm. off your ass. <laughs> I don't know, man. Maybe. <laughs> See, you already have a stoner dialogue down. <laughs> oh, I am a little man. stoned right now. So. <laughs> I'm so out of a hat right now. <laughs> I'm sorry I had to take a gummy after the stressful fucking day <laughs> I had to watch that stressful fucking movie <laughs> no yeah. I, don't, I know you didn't mean anything by it right? I, it just kind of bugs me when a lot of people like have the implication that you can only watch a cartoon while doing drugs like you can't just enjoy a cartoon like that well, on the flip side, I think there are cartoons that you shouldn't watch while you're on drugs, like Super Jail. I mean, <laughs> I think if yeah, you do probably. drugs while you watch Super Jail, you're going to get fucked up. I mean, that show's hard to watch sober. Yeah, it so. is. Yeah. I do not like I'm that not show sure. at all. I love the animation. I do not like that show at all. It <laughs> makes me feel icky. That's kind of the point. Icky sticky. I don't like, I mean, I don't like the gore and stuff, but it's really <laughs> insanely well animated. Yeah, I'll have to it has a complex animation. I'll give it that. Besides, there's like one joke they made on that show that I liked. Did it involve murder or screaming really loud? If it involves either of those, don't you replicate it, Robbie, because you'll just scream loud. <laughs> no screaming, but uh, it does. It, it's the robot kills a god, basically. And like okay. it does it in like a very human way that made it that makes it funny. Choking on a chicken sandwich. No, like what it is is because like there's a scorpion like they in the episode, they make an arena to where like all the prisoners are fighting to the death in the arena. That's most episodes. Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> yeah, they like, yeah. yeah, build an arena just to like have them fight. And there's a scorpion in the, um, in the super jail. And this robots trying to fight are uh, trying to catch it. So it can kill it. And 
like basically towards the end of the episode, uh, a drop of blood falls onto the scorpion and scorpion turns into like a god of war or like the Aztec god of war saying that uh, they've spilled enough blood on the uh, on the soil to resurrect him as a god and that the robot can have whatever he wants now that he has uh, resurrected it. And like the robot just pulls out a pistol and shoots him in the stomach <laughs> and then walks away. And like he uh, it's like this whole thing of like uh, after he basically told me he can have whatever he wants, he gets shot and he goes like, oh, OK. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. I'm bleeding out everywhere. OK, just uh, everything's fine. I just I just got to lay just got to lay down for a second. I just got to. Whew. Okay, just, just rest my eyes just for a little bit. Uh, uh, and like Tim's like slowly dying basically after being resurrected as a god. Yeah. Well, like that that's like, like the one joke show. that they made that I actually liked. Everything else is just kind of crap from yeah. that show. If you ask me, <laughs> I like their other show. They worked on Ballmasters a lot more because that's not just hey wacky murder <laughs> violence. Yeah, I mean, it's still <laughs> yeah. violent, but like more like adult swim violent not just straight up not just straight up like hey smash your guy's head into a wall laugh gotcha okay but yeah cool so adventure time yeah very good i mean if you like adventure time obviously you probably have already were watching it so i don't (laughs) really it's a weird one you can't like just recommend that right um cool well i guess we're at the end of our time here yeah um e yo if people want to get a hold of us, where can they do that? We Nowhere. got a link tree, L I N K T R dot E E slash L O I P. That gives you all of our socials and all the stuff you can listen to us on. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, we got an email where you can send us your opinions. Uh, the last ones in podcast at gmail.com. Once again, that is the last one. Zin podcast at gmail.com minus the hiccup there. <laughs> you also us... sounded like a robot a little bit. Uh, that's fine. I usually do. <laughs> send us your opinion. <laughs> yes, yeah, send us your own. Yon. And Yon. Robbie, as you are <laughs> so good at doing, get us out of here. Okay, let's go. No I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> so, if you can, go out and get vaccinated. It's rather important. If you're out and about, make sure to stay six feet apart, wear a mask, wash your hands for 20 sec, at least 20 seconds. But if not, make sure to stay home, stay alone, stay alive. And whether this is the very first time you've listened to us or whether you've been with us since the very beginning. Thanks for listening. Yes. Thank you everybody out there for listening. We will be back again next week with more live stuff. And of course we have our new episodes up every Thursday. Thank you E for joining. Yeah. Thank you, Robbie. And thank you, Sam. Yep. Talk to everybody next week. Have a great one. Bye. Nap time. Bye. Bye.